drafted to Seattle. Oh, shit. Who the Bulls getting? Kobe White. They got him. Kobe White to the Bulls. Let's see who they compare him to. I didn't want you, but welcome. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> what do I know? You from North Carolina might might be some good for us. Got a point guard, baby. Bro, if he ain't had that Robin Lopez haircut, you would probably like him better. If he... <laughs> I should fuck with niggas with hair, though. Like, that's... I'm fucking with it. All these boys, I love that shit. But it's just something about his face. I'm just like... <laughs> I don't see I don't see you crossing over nobody. I don't see you shooting. I don't get it. But, who, but show me. I'm down to watch. Summer League, let's get it. I have no idea. Happy for him. That's a nice fucking hat. I like that shit. Hey, your shit just puffing out. No socks. Oh, yeah, he definitely had to grow his hair out. Oh, that's his, his big brother. <laughs> I like that shit. Let's listen to a little bit for, at the Price Red. He was the fastest point guard he's coached since Ty Lawson, and that is Oh, yeah, he something. fast, too. And look at that hair in transition as he goes from end to end. He can also shoot it. Uh, he's a he's a very good shooter with a quick release. Uh, I think I do think he needs to get better at shooting it off the bounce. But he's very good at pick and roll uh, refusals, splits. He can shoot behind it. When he penetrates, he can finish or he can spray it. He's a legit six five. He doesn't really have long arms, but handles the ball very well. Gives it up uh, because there's so many possessions. He turns it over a little bit trying to play fast. Uh, and he needs to be a better finisher. I wouldn't call him a vertical athlete, but man, this dude's a player. Jay, the last guard that I've seen that came in the league with look at these comparisons that Chauncey gets. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. They compared him to a boxer. Damn. I'm fucking with him. Is the player that we think? I like Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas was a monster. Yes. Gilbert Arenas. I remember the Lakers was trying to get him. They would have won some championships with him to Kobe. Be this, but 35 years ago, the Bulls okay, took the guard in the first I'm on board. That worked out pretty well. They took Michael Jordan and they take Kobe White for it. As a point guard, that, too? That worked out pretty well. And when Kobe Come on, man, don't compare this man to Mike. What was your reaction? Yeah, that's tough. You know, he was, really, he was a really good player, so I was surprised. Now, you said you did not know how you were going to feel when the commissioner finally called your name. Wendell, right there. Oh, man, just a relief. A relief. I'm sure to hear your name, but, man, it's a blessing. I'm super excited. Um, you, know, I, it, it, you know, I can't describe it in words. You know, it's, it's a different type of feeling. What does FMF mean to you? FMF means for my father. You know, my father passed away two years ago when I was 17 years old from liver cancer. So, you know, it's been rough, mm -hmm. but, you know, I, that's kind of what I, what I live by. Your dad was here today. What do you think he would say to you? Just how proud, proud he was of me, man. You know, he'd be super excited for me, but, you know, also tell me, you know, this is just the beginning for you. You know, uh, a lot of success coming your way, but just stay true to yourself and remember mm -hmm. where you came from. Right, right over your shoulder. This is the guy you're going to be playing with, sir. Wendell Carter. <laughs> Wendell Carter! Oh, yeah. Welcome to the family, bro. We're going to take care of you out there. Let's get it. What's up? Congratulations, Kobe. Did they play together? It don't look like oh, it. <laughs> they don't seem super comfortable with each other like that. And three of the 
top but he just probably had me have a nigga. I mean, somebody from Duke school. North Carolina. That's awesome, man. Wait, they are showing support. Let me shut the fuck up about Kobe White. Those rivalries inside for a little bit. Guy from Duke was the number one overall pick tonight. Zion. With the first pick, the New Orleans Pelicans select Zion. Might as let this rock to like the tenth pick. Fuck these commercials. Damn, so the Bulls pick Kobe White with the seventh pick. Pretty decent. I'm just glad when them guards dropped to him. Yeah, well, I, he was always projected to go to the Bulls. Girl, they compare him to Hibachi. That's nice. I didn't expect that. Hibachi pull up to the game with two pistols. That's what he going to need in yeah. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he going to dead. That shit gentrified as fuck over there. Oh, yeah, there. it's getting nice over there. Don't even get me started on gentrification. Oh, we could definitely talk about it. I would love to know, hear your thoughts. I'm a big supporter. Bro, so I moved to Texas in, what was that, the end of 2015. And I just moved back here at the end of next year, end of last year. And the whole city, like, as far as the west side, like, everything is gentrified. It's a little closer to the mic, though. Everything is gentrified, like, east of Homan. And I grew uh-huh. up in um, Humboldt Park. So, like, it always been, like, you, you going to that little bridge. Like, you, you, if you going, if you cross Kimball on Chicago Avenue on, um, like, Green, you going, you got to go under train tracks. Yeah. You go under them tracks, and it used to be one side was, like, Hispanic. You know what I'm saying? And then the further east you went, the whiter you got once you started getting back to Ukrainian Village. Mm. But then everything west of Homan was just black. All the Hispanics are west of Homan now. Mm. They like right there in my neighborhood, bro. Like our block used to be all black. Now it's mostly Hispanic. Mm. And then everything east of Homan is white, it's Indians, it's Asians, it's everybody who in that, you know what I'm saying, that that different race of people. Yeah. Different from black people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And different from Hispanics. Uh-huh. And they done bought up, they buying up all the Hispanics land right there. You know what I'm saying? They just moving west. I feel like they going to get the west side. I feel like that's a good place for people to invest at some point. Right now, it's still bad, though. I can say that everybody who <laughs> who terrible, they remain terrible out there. It's still some terrible out west. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, it's the city. True. Yeah, that's, uh, I feel like um, because of that riot fest, I feel like that's one of the reasons why we got the scooters. But the fact that the oh, Riot right, Fest the is in uh, in uh, in uh, Douglas Park, yeah. I feel like it's like mandatory that that shit get gentrified. Yeah, they're gonna get that. They're gonna get all that over there by the Audi home. Yeah. So you you not fucking with it then? With the gentrification? Yeah. I mean I. I mean I'm at a finally at an age where I can invest. So yeah, I'm fucking with it. Like if that's what's happening. I'm fucking with it from a financial state, but I really don't like it all black, the way black people moving out of the city is ridiculous. Like, this was our city. This was a black city at one point, and black people moving out faster than anybody from Chicago. And this is about a situation where even, we even getting moved out. I know more than one situation where people who don't like Section 8 ended up getting moved to a whole other state, so they, they give you an offer like, yeah, you moved to, to um, Iowa. Iowa. And we'll give you, you know what I'm saying, an entire home for you and your family. 
move us up out of the state though. You know, there's a lot of black people on Section A. It's a lot of black people who own like welfare programs in Chicago yeah, yeah. and need it. Yeah. But yeah, so that's easy. It's easy for them to move people out. And then it's people like me. When I left and went to Texas, like, man, it ain't nothing to do in this city. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no opportunities here. Yeah. So. True. Well, at least not the opportunity. For a native person, it's probably really, really bad. <coughs> Wait, you from here? You from the city? No, nah, I'm from Freeport. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, I could see it being bad. But it's like, uh, you know what I'm saying? We I'm native to like the worst parts of the city, too. Yeah. So like I always meet people from other places and they like, man, I love Chicago. This is like the best city I've ever been to. And I'm like, yeah, it is. you ever been on Chicago Avenue and Ridgeway? No. Like, it's, it's different parts of the city. Parts of it is the best city you done been to. Correct. Parts of it is the worst city you can go to. Yeah. I be feeling like hood people who I meet at any other. That's why they say when you come from Chicago, you can make it anywhere. You never meet nobody as hood as somebody you're going to meet in the hood in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Never. For sure. <laughs> Definitely. But it's, but that's like, uh, I feel I feel like when, and when they speak about it in terms of black people, it is about like, like the flight of like black people leaving a city. Yeah. But they don't ever explain like, I mean... You got because of the red line. There's the the remnants of the red line, and you're gonna live in certain areas, and then resources and things like that. Yep. But they don't never talk about like who is buying up the the land, why those businesses are coming there, why they're gentrifying that area, like the bigger reason. Like, so that the people, instead of you just telling them they got to leave or just outpricing them, you give them an option to to be a part of it. But, like, they're just, it's just like they buy some land. They know some people living there that they don't want to be there anymore. So, we got to get you, get you out of here. It's, like, part of that capitalist system. Yeah. The system. But, and then... Even for like, uh, because I live closer to Pilsen, I always hear about their their battle with gentrification. But to me, that's like a obvious, uh, like one Pilsen was was founded by German people, so you, you can't really pull that. Uh, this is our neighborhood shit because the Hispanic population moved in and I. Source or the the Czechs and the Germans that were living there first, then it did became y'all hood, and now just like with the, with the black neighborhood because of uh, you know not owning the properties or just renting, so people come in buy the shit, and now it's just our business is not about your culture, it's about fucking business, money. It's not they're not trying to outplace you because they want to just or whitewash your culture or shit like that. They they just try. They know that this is a good prime area. Oh yeah, it's no, it's kind of make some it's, money. They it's not definitely fuck about your culture. It's you like, you know fuck what? About them black people. I feel like some people don't care about that. I feel like some people like not thinking about culture at all. There's a lot of people who are capitalizing, but then I feel like it's still enough people who like. Oh yeah, our neighborhoods are better now. Let's invest in these schools. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what? Where the parts again? Because I, I say that because you could you could see around the city like all of the 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 money that's going to the city. It's not publicly funded, bro. It's a lot of private money people spending. Like, wow. Hachimura went to the Wizards. That's nice. Oh god. <laughs> How you gonna get it? Cause he need an interpreter. He's Dude. still learning English. Yeah. Fluent English. Yeah. He'd be all That's right. awesome though. He'd be alright. He could hoop. Yeah. But no, what I was saying is, like even so, like you in my neighborhood now. I don't live that far from Humble Park, but I live east. So I'm like in uh, West Town, which is like Ukrainian village. And um. So I could scoot there. Yeah, you can scoot there. We I got scooters. I was definitely going to hop on the scooter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, why you <laughs> tell you why you didn't get well, on I was look, I was looking for a scooter when I got off the train. I couldn't find one. No, nah, they, they scarce over here. I'll be seeing them all on people's porches. <laughs> people taking the mugs in the house. He's <laughs> <laughs> no, tracking your shit the whole time. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, but, like, in over there, so we still got the same type of, um... Vacant lots in the neighborhood now. Of course, they building buildings all over the place. Yeah. But on like corners where we got vacant lots, people building gardens. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. putting personal money into putting a nice garden right here. Not an urban garden. I mean, some of them urban gardens, okay. but some of them is like the person who lives next to that lot, and maybe they don't bought the lot. Oh. I don't necessarily know, but they pouring their money into the communities. Yeah. And we go to our communities, and you know, people houses don't even be up to code most of the time. Right. Like most of the time. Yeah. Especially when you go to like West Garfield, parts of Humboldt Park, you know what I'm saying? Parts of Austin. It's or like if you want to go out south, like Bronzeville, you know how they they keep on saying that community coming up, but it's yeah. desolate. Like ain't nobody pouring no money out into all them empty lots. You know what I'm saying? You go out there and you like, I don't see nothing but vacant lots. Yeah. My house nice, but them communities that people not pouring money into, and that's because. Our people don't all. I feel like it's because we don't always pour our money into like the community. We pour our money into Jordans, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Chains, yeah. stuff that we like. You're right. Stuff we like. <laughs> the car is gonna be nice out there. You know what I'm saying? Ain't yeah. no, ain't no houses, but it's some nice cars sitting it's out nice there. Nice cars. <laughs> but uh, that's true, and hopefully that uh, just like with the dads, that's changing because I'm, I'm just. Uh, I'm just recently grown out of that. Like, uh, I, I could say since since probably December, January, I haven't, uh, not that I haven't bought Jordans. I definitely haven't, I don't think. But I have. having that urge to buy shit is leaving me. Yeah. Like, I definitely rather That's just good because we still young. I'm not young. I'm old. In your mind. <laughs> I'm an old nigga. And that's too late for me. And I just started too late. I look at my shoes every day like, damn. Fucking idiot. <laughs> never never gonna wear all these shoes. I definitely done slowed down significantly on buying shoes. Yeah, man. That's the worst fucking thing. So, so hopefully... I mean, I see... Uh, I mean... I see a lot of younger people, shorties wearing the feelers and the vans and shit. So hopefully they not really in. It. I don't think they. I think Jordans is dying out. Yeah, it's, it's cats like us buying Jordans and then the sneakerheads. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully they think to do otherwise with their money, or they won't uh, 
be swayed. Yeah, but th- you know what they're going to do now. They ain't going to get no George, but they're going to have a seven pair of Vans, you know. <laughs> but shit, I'd rather you spend Vans 50 bucks. Yeah. You still got but, some money to invest. Hey, you, you get four of them, that's the same $200. <laughs> True. And you say you don't need no... You going to buy every color with by the half... What, by June? You start in, in January... By June, you should have every color if you get four a month. Right. That's still a wiser choice. At least you got an assortment of shoes at that point. And you're going to realize, like, this is dumbass shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are your friends going on vacations and you got shoes? True. Well, yeah. I think, uh,. I think uh, I think it's been known that Chicago is definitely not a place where uh, it ain't for the it's not for the, the lower class. They trying to kick every poor person out of here. You just I I have uh, this is the first time when it comes to Chicago that just parking parking is the main reason why I don't have a car. <laughs> Not even gas but Fucking parking I never had so many tickets in my life I had a car for probably Six months I never had so many tickets in my life Oh yeah it ain't. it's no place to park over here Well that side of the street is free Yeah but everybody It's free for everybody Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah it's, it's terrible That's how parts of my neighborhood is Like you you can't park, and even when, even in the hood in Chicago, though, like depending on where you at, it won't be any parks. Man. Like no place to park, but at least they not like over here. You need permits, right? They don't have that all over the city. Yeah, that's the worst shit. Damn. So is it, Chicago just trying to be like uh, New York? Like I be feeling Austin. Like, like yeah, not even Austin. Like I feel like they want to do the New York type of thing. They want to track. They don't want to track the young people. Bring the young people back to the city. You mean like the the young like tech community type of thing? Like also got going on. Tech and college educated and just people who make fifty k and over. I want to see what Lori Lightfoot do. What what can she implement? I feel like while Rahm Emanuel was in, he was just trying to make the city look prettier. Like that's another thing I noticed when I I left and came back, and it was a bunch of new big buildings downtown. Oh yeah. Like they've been building downtown. You know what I'm saying? They building all them. West Loop, high-rise condos. People going to go pour their money into that. But I don't know. I don't get... Uh, I really didn't understand what she was like, what her angle was. Like as far as being a mayor, yeah. I didn't know what her, what she was trying to do. Bro, like Dave Chappelle, I be going off their character. You know what I liked about her? The fact that she be dressing like my pops. Damn. She out there with her bottom pants, legs rolled up. You know what I'm saying? Like she, <laughs> she ain't thinking about looking fly out here. She like, I'm trying to make some changes. You know what I'm saying? Chicago, one of them cities that needs some changes. Let's see a change one time. Do something. But change how? Hopefully not. Hopefully, I mean, Ryan let, fucking fix 95th. Even if it's a change where it ain't gonna be no corruption while she in office, it's a good change. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody bar her. I shouldn't say that. But 
Damn, Atlanta is suiting up. Yeah, Atlanta got some players. Nice. Um, so you got like the iron material though. Chop it up. But um Yeah. Brought a different angle to the to the gentrification. I just think it wasn't it wasn't promoted to minorities in a good in like a way where I mean they're always gonna push you out but um allow for you to invest. Like they're kinda like they're trying to do what for marijuana. Yeah. Like some states oh, yeah. won't pass it because only a few people got all the fucking Land and shit already set up. So as soon as you pass it, it's a monopoly. I heard they were trying to do like some grants for young black entrepreneurs who wanted yeah. to move into that marijuana game, and they need to because I personally know some people who can be marijuana entrepreneurs who have been. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> what a great fucking thing to do. Yeah. Add that to the urban garden. People yeah. be growing. What a great business. Yeah. Cause. Because two things with with this marijuana uh, industry we, we talked about a few times on the pod is, uh, again, a few people few people have already investments and have things set up for January 1st. So when they open their stores, they're going to be taxing the fuck out of you and you're going to be so thirsty that weed is legal now. You're going to go to these stores and buy up all they shit and they taxing you. You can just still go to your weed man and support his business now. <laughs> right. Don't give them their money because they gonna keep taxing you eighty dollar a shit like that crazy shit because it's legal and you can buy it here because there's only so many stores right right when it's passing. So don't support. I mean, it's legal now, so you don't have to support them. You start your own industry, support your local weed man, help him uh, get his garden going, his farm going. You know, support black businesses that way. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is, uh, uh, I kind of, I did forget the second while I was speaking. <laughs> I should have stopped. But, no, uh, but I, I definitely feel you like. Yeah, they waiting on people to be thirsty. Yeah, they want people to be like, I'm going to the weed store. Like, you know, like I'm, um, you look on, I was looking on these apps in Toronto. You could just order the weed online, you know what I'm saying? They deliver it to you in a yeah, couple of hours. yeah. I feel like everybody, everybody who a regular weed man who been running weed all this time should be able to get on that app and do Fuck that yeah. shit, right? But they want you to have all these different permits so you can enter into even selling weed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to have like a half a million dollars before you can even invest in a dispensary and liquidity, dude, like straight cash. You can <laughs> Now, you could get a team together and get that loan, you know what I'm saying? Black people not going to do that necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great but way they, to start. But when they learn about it, out, yeah. you know what I'm saying, it'll be yeah. worth doing. You get you a team together and y'all get a loan and get that $500,000. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Support your local weed, man. <laughs> and his endeavors in the marijuana industry because it's already crooked. And and it's definitely, uh, Prisker definitely has some investments in it because that's like the first thing he did. JB, like, has it even been a hundred days in? He JB, wanted that. JB, he like, got that shit. Low key, JB. I mean, JB looking at it like, look at all the money that they making in Colorado. Look at all He's the smart. money they making in Washington. 
it's worth doing. Yeah, it's definitely worth. I doing. think all the silly down south states that don't want to do it, y'all tripping. They stuck the, the in Mississippi's, the past. The Mississippi's, they tripping. Stuck in the past. But um, uh, the second point actually was I can't I can't fully be uh, uh in a celebratory mode until all the homies is free for marijuana charges. They gotta. Be they supposed out. to do that, right? I mean, they gotta work it out. I don't think they just. I mean, I don't think the private prison industry is gonna just let niggas out of jail, right? Just because, just cause some shit legal. Fuck, you got some work to do. Speaking of speaking of dudes in jail, you heard Trump refuse to apologize to the Central Park Five oh, for yeah. them advertisements he was putting out. Uh huh. I heard it. I heard of that for sure. Bro, he wow. But he can't. He can't apologize though. That's not. It's not the, the part of the character. No, because he is definitely a character. Like. Yeah, he can't. He can never apologize. <laughs> yeah. Just like OJ won't. Uh, just the man he killed the, the white. <laughs> you want to write a book about how you would do it, but you just want to say I did it. And you ain't. He not even going to jail for it at this point. He 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 is literally profiting off of these dead white people <laughs> like that and it's, I heard another dude brought a book about how he would do it like he looking at what OJ did yeah he, he like, like I'm okay, finna capitalize yeah, on this too that's how I would do it I'm about to write a book that shit is crazy yeah OJ Writing wild books is the is the way OJ definitely wild yeah man and what they say he just got on Twitter and he got millions of followers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Did you did you get to see uh, Danny Green on the Breakfast Club? No, I ain't seen that. It was it was probably uh, they claimed that they were prepared for him, but they literally were just asking him about Kawhi. The whole interview, like, is he a robot? Does he talk? Does he laugh? Uh, they asked him about. Uh, um, if he was a dirty player, cause uh, cause of Clay, uh, what happened about the injury? What did they say to you? It's dumb shit. Yeah, that's dumb a stupid question. Shit. Cause he didn't even he didn't hurt Clay. Like nah. Clay didn't jump high enough to grab the rim. I I think Clay should have grabbed the rim, but he didn't. Clay should have laid the ball up. Like he wasn't in no space to do that. He should have just laid the ball up, especially the way he was playing. I could see him wanting to dunk, you know what I'm saying, to get the crowd into it. But yeah. at the same time, y'all need you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was a big-ass hit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I just saw that. That was pretty pretty weird. You uh, Did you catch any uh, – you fuck with Joe Rogan? Sometimes. He, uh, but I, I ain't gonna lie, I only catch it if it's on like world style. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I, catch I didn't it. even know he was on world style. He ain't on there. Like, people will post his stuff on world style. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. What you, what'd you check out on YouTube? What I watched recently. Outside LeVar Ball. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get to LeVar. Ball. <laughs> uh, what did I watch? I ain't watching on YouTube today, so I can't even think of nothing I've been watching recently. I usually um I usually check out Quarters of Joe Budden shit. Um, I'll be watching The Breakfast Club, but I didn't catch Danny Green. They haven't been bringing no shit lately. 
I caught Samuel Jackson on there. I didn't know he was a crackhead at some point. Oh, yeah. I feel like they interviewed him so many times, I didn't even want to listen to it. Yeah. Um, the girl arena shit. Uh, I was checking out. Um, I was watching some news. You follow the, uh, the campaigns and shit? Which ones? The, like the Democratic. Uh, no. Nope. You know, it's like 20 people running. For what? For, for what office? To be the to be the president, but for the Democratic. Yeah, for the Democratic nominee. Yeah, I can believe it. Oh, it's a fucking mess. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> they all they all suck. One of the the ladies, her name is uh, Elizabeth Warren. I thought this was a pretty weird thing though. Where's she from? I want to say, for some reason, Oregon is popping in my head, but I don't think so. I think she's an East Coast lady. Okay. And she, uh, she's running on the student loan kick. She wants uh, free co- or student loans. Oh yeah, I did hear that all, story. All of that. Yeah, yeah. But they, uh, one of the things they're trying to bring up about her, she she claimed that she had Native American ancestry in one of the. She did a commercial, I think, for Ancestry dot com, and I guess. Some way she oh, was yeah. related that, that's, to that's enough to keep her out of office. It ain't yeah. enough to keep Trump out, but it's enough that'll keep her out. Yeah, because uh, they were trying to say she was like Rachel, the first Rachel Dolezal. Oh yeah, I did like, that oh, man, all the shit to talk about. Y'all bringing up this? Yeah, a lot of bullshit. Instead of talking about what type of policy she's trying to implement. Because if we can get somebody in there to really waive student loans, my life would be better. Man. <laughs> Man. Everyone in life. Yeah. Um, Everybody who done been through that struggle. Man. Shit is rough. Are you, do you own like one of the loan programs? Um. Are you just paying? I'm just paying. Okay. And I don't have a ridiculous amount of student loans like some people got. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, thank goodness. Right. Yeah, I'm in this uh, public service loan forgiveness, so I got to work 10 years um, in a, in the public sector, and, uh, but the shit is, if you don't, you got to check in with them to make sure your job is eligible, and then they always got to approve the payments, so it's 120 payments, and then they forgive everything that's um, left over. But, um, yeah, it's like a 10-year prison. Not prison as in I'm, like, in a fucking prison, but a 10-year sentence that I got to stick to a certain type of job. I heard that. I mean, when I was working in um, social work, I was thinking about doing it. But now I work private. They won't let me do it. Mm, I can't even do it. Yeah. Damn, you got out of social work, right? Yeah, I was working. Yeah. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice flip, man. <laughs> man, this is bullshit. I mean, I be feeling like social workers should make way more for what you got to go through, especially when you're dealing with folks, kids. Man. Like, teachers are some of the most underpaid people well, in the United States. I don't I guess it depends on what school you working at, for sure. Bro, I really be... I'm just thinking about, like, the salaries they giving to some of these other people who ain't really doing shit. I mean, they doing stuff at work, but you know what I'm saying? They ain't slaving like a mailman at work. You feel me? They're not dealing with kids all day at work. Like, they're not having to deal with the same type of stress. They going to work every day to sit at a computer 
and look at a screen for eight hours and make a hundred and forty thousand dollars. Okay, some shit like that. For yeah, sure. you see what I'm saying? Teachers, yeah. teachers should make. Teachers should make a hundred K. Like, you know, if I was the president, that'd be what I'd be saying. A hundred K? A hundred K. I bet the teachers be better. I bet the kids be smarter. I don't think so. I think it's the it's about the hours. You think they have to be paying? Oh, yeah. I, th- I mean, I mean, not, not that you gotta pay them by <clears throat> the hour, but I think it's the the amount of time that a teacher puts in every day. I think that's just. Um, that's what makes the job sucks. You don't think they'd be more satisfied if they was making way more money? I think you still you would still be working like a fourteen hour day. You still gonna deal with the same kids. They'd still be the same type of set. Yeah, it's not like you get more money and more vacation time to enjoy it. I mean, you get the time whole summer. Don't they get the summer off? It depends. Depending what school, what type of school you working for. Right. Cause you still gotta, it's, it's still improvement days. You still gotta prepare for the next school year. You may get a few weeks off. You may, if you get a summer off, you definitely starting. Uh, you definitely gotta cut your summer short. It's not gonna be like a full summer, right? So I don't know. I feel like uh, you know what? I ain't been in school in so long. Yeah, I still, I'm, I'm still scarred. I still. I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still remembering when you be off for three months. Yeah, it ain't like that. I even even think about a prof like being a professor. If you tenure, if you taking time off, you're not taking like a month, and then or you doing it for research, and if you not tenured, I mean you you only work in fall or spring, and then. Because of that, you probably would want to work in the summer. I don't know. I think that I think that uh, teacher shit is not. I think the pay you, so you saying is not accurate, but the, their benefits is not accurate either. So you'd rather see a situation where a teacher can like work a half a day and then another teacher come in and teach the other half a day. Like what I don't they think have? Think a half a day, but you should. I don't think you can't fix that. Because to fix that, you have to, the homes have to be better. I mean, uh, for the homes to be better, then you have to have better jobs, shit like that. But the parents will have to be more involved. Right. That's that's why they're, you have to get there early to prep. Then you got to, I'm thinking about a specific school. Get there early to prep. If your school's got textbooks and shit, that's like print, print copies, all that shit for the whole day, then um, they like most schools encourage the teachers to be involved. So maybe you gotta coach something, or maybe you gotta do a enrichment class or something. You stay after school sometime that week, or study hours, right. something, detention, uh, field trips, the dances. I mean, it's like extra shit you really didn't plan on. Right. Coaching. Coaching. If you got to go back to school, um, it's not, it's definitely, some teachers can get up out of there right at 4.30, but then you got to, you going, because you getting off work on time, something else is going to be lacking. Right. Something. So, it's just, it, 
you can't really fix that part of it unless unless you like in a small town you don't got to commute if you don't have to commute then it's better so yeah. you work across the street from the school or fucking 20 <clears throat> minutes away right like a good traffic but yeah other than that it's it's it's, it's rough you got to think about then the social aspect are you like Getting away from the job? Are you enjoying yourself? Are you like mentally cool? Right. Yeah. I mean, I could see. Like, I used to work with the kids. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I worked in a residential treatment facility, so the hours was we had set hours. Like yeah. I was doing my forty, and it was still like ridiculous. You coming in here, some of the stories that the kids got going on, but then right. you ain't have to. You ain't have to sit them down and teach them at that point. You know right. what I'm saying? We teaching life skills, like man, keep your pants up, wash your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so like my day would start. I had to be there by seven twenty, cause I was doing the outside shit. When the kids come, they say they ain't fighting and shit. You know, they was down to fight at seven in the morning. It was just crazy. Where they was at? I was on sixty third. <laughs> <laughs> they was they was high school. High school. Oh. But I loved them all. They were awesome. But, yeah, be there by 7.20. My position, I was a paraprofessional. I didn't even get a lunch break sometimes. Because I had to try, uh, follow one boy everywhere he went. Um, I fucking... Uh, sometimes I wouldn't get a lunch break. Then I started getting lunch breaks. Then, But then I was doing the after school like detention. Because they was paying you. Right. So I wouldn't leave till seven to six, basically. If the kids wasn't staying after talking. And then you had to come all the way home. I was stressed. Yeah. And then you still had to you still had to put the demerits in for that day. (laughs) So you still was at home working. I could definitely see the stress. Yeah, man. That ain't no life. No. Not to be. I mean, not, not, have not yeah. Like, but at the same time, that's why I said if the pay was better, I still think they'd be happier. You know what I'm saying? At least you can go home and get in your hot tub that you don't spend all your money on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I don't know, man. It's a trade off for sure. Yeah. It's a trade off. Cause then you still can't take day, days off. Like that'll be the, and that's what I was saying. Like that might be better for teachers who see in that type of burnout. Like if they had a program where you switch another teacher for a while, you know what I'm saying? Then they have more people employed too. But, but some is that good only, for the kids? I mean, both of the teachers have to build rapport with the kids. That's the thing. But to do that, I feel like if that was if that was the system and it had already been that way since for a long time, the kids yeah. would be fine with yeah. it. But yeah. with it coming in new, it'll probably take some, you know what I'm saying? It <laughs> takes some work. That's true. Yeah. Cause, yeah. But then I don't know, you know what I'm saying? They say most teachers what? Most teachers only want to do that for like three or four years before they're like, I want to do something else. True. I remember running the teacher up out of teaching in fourth grade. I remember. Making her leave? We was bad as hell. She quit teaching after that year. 
We thought we made some teachers quit. <laughs> like she quit teaching altogether. She went and went to a whole nother career. But then you had teachers that was like, that's the sixth grade teacher. Like when I'm in sixth grade, she's gonna be my teacher. Yeah. Maybe it's like I don't know, cause certain teachers get to be like, like department heads too. Mm-hmm. So you, well, I guess you're a higher position, but you still choose to teach as opposed to teaching one thing and trying to find your way up. So I, I see that. You know, certain teachers just better at dealing with the kids a lot of times right. too, and and can take more from the kids. Yeah. Or they just uh, the kids just know not to fuck with you. Yeah, give you that vibe. I didn't have that vibe at all. But <laughs> I'm mean, luckily they didn't fuck with me too bad. <laughs> luckily, I just seen all of them graduate. I mean these these new kids different though. I don't think they're as bad as uh, I think those kids that we thought was super bad. I think they're like sophomores and juniors now. Okay. I don't think they're as bad. As some of the other kids were. Yeah. Because they already, those kids grew up with social media and now this is like, this is the generation after that. So I don't know what they think about social media. They ain't seen all the mistakes. Yeah. They out here making, making money on social media. Making money off of instead of Making or at pornos. least trying to. They probably making pornos too, though. But making money off the pornos, <laughs> they're giving it out for free, <laughs> like an idiot. Damn, this white boy got swag. Well, he out there like a rapper. Let's listen to this white boy. Hey, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Best ah, yeah. You get one of these. I don't think you can actually talk about oh, how oh, anyone. Bro, look at that. Congratulations, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I used to think Maria See, from the was a great teammate, but she goes he and must... sells me out like that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that beeping sound was the bus back. What are you doing, borrowing up? Why you get all that jewelry from? He said he had the best drip. He got the best drip there. And he had red bottoms. In Miami, he going to be swagged out. Definitely. I don't think they expected him to feel no big shoes. What, he a small for it? He a two. Uh, he competing with uh, Justice and uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Johnson. They feeling, the D, they feeling that D-Wade spot. Yeah. He would be that third ball handler. Seems like he a last throw. He got a little. Uh, little he got some flash to him for yeah. sure. Yeah. What you think about this? Um, uh, Grayson Allen going to Memphis. They ain't got too many guards. They got a lot of guards. I like Grayson Allen at Duke though. But he ain't do shit. But he didn't do anything last year with the Jazz. He got playoffs he, time though. He young. I'll give him a couple of years to see what he do if he going to fill out some type of role. Is he going to be like Adam He ain't going to be a star. I hope he going to be an Adam Morrison. Well, Adam Morrison was number one pick. He'll never be Adam Morrison. Damn. Or number two, whatever he was that yeah. year. He was, he was a high pick. Yeah, that was crazy. Kyrie leaving the Celtics. So he must be picking up a point guard. Where you think he going? Brooklyn. 
You think going to Brooklyn at the Knicks? So you going to fuck over D-Lo? Yeah, he going to get traded. <laughs> the boy should have got D-Lo. Ain't nobody want him fresh out, out of that, um, after that Nick Young shit, though. But he proved his, he proved himself. Yeah, he came out and ball. And then they tried to catch him with that weed shit. They caught him with that weed shit. They did. That's some bullshit. <laughs> but you don't put that shit in a cup, though. In a can. Man, it's just like Kodak Black riding around with a gun. Yeah. This is just like some of this. Uh, What's it? Little Dirt. I don't even understand that. Bro. Everything, everything I'm reading is his boy Vaughn. You know, Vaughn had just got out of jail, and he was in jail for, you know what I'm saying, he had a shooter, apparently. Yeah. So, they like, you know, Lil Durk wasn't even getting in trouble. Like, right. All his boys was going to jail. He was in New York, you know what I'm saying? Right. He wasn't getting in trouble. As soon as he get around one of them again regularly, he do something stupid and get caught on camera shooting at somebody and robbed him for $30,000 and took his jewelry. That's grand theft, Why? attempted murder. Uh, whatever it was, it wasn't worth that. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> we think he's going to make his record sell more? He under that? He better hope. They was trying to give him, they was throwing a book at him. I think they yeah. just released him on bond today, though. Mm-hmm. They gave him $250,000 bond. I'm wondering if he done told on his boy, though. That's what I'm wondering. Damn. On the, on the Vine dude. Yeah, on Vine. King Vine. You heard his song? I heard a couple songs from him. Mm-hmm. But I, I kinda uh one of my one of my guys, he still was listening to all that shit. He he was showing me the fifty one dead ops and all that shit. <laughs> I was watching, I'm like, damn, them niggas still doing that shit. Bro, years. <laughs> them niggas still doing that shit. What the fuck? Get years. over it. Yeah, I don't and I, I'm glad I don't like I don't be paying attention to it like that. I don't keep up with it like I did when Chief Keith was still out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, damn, this But shit. yeah, it's still happening. And they still counting bodies. Like they still they still talk about smoking Tuka Pack. Yeah. Like y'all tripping. Y'all yeah. disrespectful. Right. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Ain't got shit else to And do. then I heard what you call to say, what's the boy name? Uh the Gucci what's his name? Oh what? Uh, Lil Pump. Lil Pump. I heard him say he was smoking a Tuka Pack. Yeah. The little, uh, the, uh, what's that girl? The girl said it too. Young and May. She said that too? Yeah, they all got checked. <laughs> they all, they made them all apologize. I'm sorry, I didn't know what I was saying. Duh. How the fuck y'all think that's cool to say? Listening to Chief Keith. That shit is dumb. But, um, yeah, uh, what I was saying about that, I don't know. Shit is crazy. Yeah, it's it's it, it's stupid, and it's it's above us at this point. You know what I'm saying? When it, <laughs> it's one of those things, like man, these parents need to start going back to whooping ass. They ain't got no parents. <laughs> You're right. Them is the. I mean, they they I be just, parents. That'd be the crazy part. Be the parents. But a lot of these kids don't be, uh, they be like foster kids and like they, ain't really, yeah. they really don't got shit else to do or, or to go. So yeah. how you gonna help that? Kids that live in Audi homes and shit. How you gonna help all them? Yeah, living in the residentials and shit. Yeah, they out here. 
had a cast on his arm. But um, yeah, that uh, hopefully they get all. Always oh, talking about a little dirt. Yeah, dirt. I was just like, uh, I don't get the point of like making music where you like shitting on niggas and niggas in your hood, but then you still be around them. Right. Like, it's it's no it's no way you in a fucking Meek video, dude. You know how much clout Meek got right now? Meek knows fucking Robert Kraft. You're in his video. Why aren't you trying to meet Robert Kraft instead of being at a fucking place where you robbing niggas? Yes. That you even want to feel that way. Yes. That don't make any sense. Like, I didn't never thought, I never thought Lil Dark music was better than Chief Keith. But, I mean, he's still making music, and he obviously got a fan base. Because he's still relevant. You, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I don't know one little Dirk song. I really don't know. I, I know a lot of his older shit, like... Uh, L's. Who is this? And I remember L's. Yeah. Um, But, like, outside of that, I don't listen to a whole lot of Dirk either. No. Because he started using that but auto-tune But he definitely shit. had a fan base, though. It's definitely people who still be like, man, I can't believe they doing Dirk like this. I love yeah, Dirk music. Right. But so he did. Yeah, you're right. He should. Bro, if you're around Meek Mill and Meek say that's his little brother, you know what I'm saying? There's no reason you shouldn't be going and trying to rub elbows with Jay-Z and Rick Ross all and Robert them. Kraft, all these people who get who he got, who he connected with and Drake man. and all these people who could help you elevate. You trying to be and you trying to run. He trying to run his own organization. Yeah, he got King Von as his artist. He running around with him, but this your boy from the hood. You know he do stupid shit. Now he got you doing stupid shit. I just want to see how it play out. Like, is he about to snitch on Von, or is he going to jail? Because they did that shit in Georgia, and they got you on camera shooting at somebody in Georgia. You going to jail, and you robbed him for thirty thousand dollars. They gonna try to throw the book. They already talking about he could get life. He could get life in jail for that. Why? Why, why, why? You already got it, mate. He in jail looking sad as hell. You see the uh, the photos of him and shit? I see him in court with the blonde <laughs> hair and shit. Looking sad. Like, what the fuck? But then I don't get why you release a song called uh, I'm Turning Myself In. I feel like it's... I don't like rappers. They do... I'm the, I'm getting less Rob, and less even, interested in Don't rap. even get me started on that conversation either because I be feeling like like I got some homies who rap and I pretty much don't mess around with shit but stand up guys for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, at least I try to. So I ain't talking about them. But anytime I meet somebody who be on some I rap, especially a young black man, for the most part, yeah. you know what I'm saying? These be some fuck niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Like nigga, that's all you. That's all you doing, bro. I right. rap, and, and it's not like you out here really trying to. You know what I'm saying? You you rapping, and then you smoking weed, and then you going to try to find somebody to go sleep with. You know what I'm saying? You not even trying to work, not trying to learn. You trying to rap. It's a million of y'all. Millions, <laughs> millions, millions, and thousands, billions. It's it's a whole kind of India full of rappers. Fuck you talking about. And then what? But, but then they, uh, then they rap and fucking still burning CDs. What, and passing out CDs. You seen somebody passing out CDs? Oh yes. People don't even have CD players. Exactly. 
we went to the the, the, the latest some, I've seen. These some older rappers. These some of them thirty five year olds. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or just some really old looking young niggas. Yeah. But uh, I went to uh, Summerfest. Uh, CJ Cole last year, and uh, on the way to the Summerfest, niggas stand outside, stacks of CDs. Like, what the fuck is it? What year do you live in, nigga? <laughs> you could easily buy a bunch of USBs and pass, and even that shit is outdated. Why? Where your fucking SoundCloud link? Yeah. I don't know. These it's digital now. You don't even have to do that. They don't want to look into the shit. You'd be better off handing out a card. They don't. They just see the rapping part. They see all that glory that they think they gonna get. That most yeah. of the rappers not even getting for real. All this shit is fucking fake. Yeah, it's the worst fucking shit. I think rap, not rap. You gotta be specific. What he said. I think KR. I got it on my laptop. Uh, KRS One was quoted with saying, uh, "The biggest lie that rap told was that you would be rich." Or some shit, something to that effect. Um, and yeah, that shit is uh, shit is sick. It's a lot of sick people. Yeah. It's lying all the fucking time. It's lies and lies and lies. Speaking, speaking of rap and music in general, you watched the the Black Godfather on Netflix. I didn't watch it yet. You gotta watch that. I know. <laughs> it's really hard for me to watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch that one. But I did watch Chernobyl. I ain't watched that. Cause I wrote a paper about it back in the day, so I have some type of interest. But uh, that shit was crazy, and I think uh, they fucked some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch oh, that one. Boy, that shit is that shit is still going on today. Um. But yeah, I got I, I definitely heard about this black godfather shit. But a lot of that shit just be like Why it takes so long for that to come out? But yeah, why nobody know about him? Yeah. If That's you see, if you hear that black kids don't have fucking role models and we only looking up the rappers and shit, and you got all these niggas making all these power moves, <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're right. That made me think about this other thing, too, where uh, a lot of rappers are like famous people. They say they don't want to see, uh, once you see them doing charity work, they don't do that for publicity, or however you say that fucking word. But, um... I've heard it. You know, that type of... Thing. And I'm looking like, you should... Your face already on the screen all the time. Right. You should be showing people this. That's my opinion on that. Yeah, it's like, not about what you don't want to be seen. They're gonna... They're gonna show the shit regardless. Right. Why wouldn't you want that to be shown? Right, why wouldn't you promote... I mean, yeah, I think it should be promoted. Maybe you can get some more people to sponsor it or and something like that. You can control how it's being promoted. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say, you like, I was at this or this and that. You don't have to say, you don't Cause need you, this. Because you see, you see LeBron showing everything he doing. Yeah. Smart. Yep. Smart. They and it's only bringing him more opportunities. Right. Exactly. They got bad PR, bad management. Yeah. Something going. He sent his team to school, so right. they know what they're doing. Yeah. That's, that's boss move shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every turn. He's a fucking man. Yep. Yeah. 
um, when rappers are sick. I was thinking about uh, um, when I get a, when our pod gets a little more popping. I was I was going to uh, clarify my stance on Chance and the fact that it's not that I I kind I mean I don't like him, but it's not because. I just was never a fan of his music. Like, his shit wasn't for me. You know what? That's me, too. Like, I don't know all his songs like that. Right. And I hear his songs be like, that's decent. But it ain't nothing. Every time I hop in the car, I'm not going to have a chance to rap around. You feel right. me? Right. I don't if understand I'm sitting why in the crib listening, listening to music, it's not going to be a lot of chance to rap a plan. But that's just me. Yeah. I personally like Saba better than I like Chance to Rapper. Okay. Um. But, yeah. But, I, but he can't... He just... I guess what I have to under or realize is these rappers are not targeting us anymore. Yeah, we not the we not the audience. Yeah, <laughs> and it's sad. Yeah, and then I, uh, I guess we're the first group of people that's going through. Like I bring this up a lot of times. I think it's I think it's something that you really gotta think about because a lot of people try to play me like they never looked at the people, especially like musicians when they were growing up and they kind of be blowing me like like Not, making me feel weird like I know I'm definitely a victim of idol worship in the grand scheme of things but don't try to play me like you didn't have a nigga you was really fucking with hard right yeah so who try, they try to downplay you on so when I so so I don't know if you heard this on the other pot but I'll give I'll say it again cause I think again I think it's a good thing to think about so I really like Memphis Bleak when I was Okay, yeah, up. I did hear that. Right. So the Memphis Bleak thing, right? Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, damn, if I go up to him, I'm going to be like, when I was young and listening to you, not as this however old person I am now, now you looking at me like, like the man, but I'm looking at you like, yeah, damn, like you fucking, to yeah. <laughs> this nigga right in front of me. So it's just like, um, I guess we didn't have or uh, we didn't get like a switch or a transition. Like niggas was our age talking about student loans and shit. Well, first you grew up on what like street shit. Niggas putting you on game. Then you go to college and niggas start rapping about like college shit, student loan shit, being an adult. And now they just boom left you hanging at the adult shit and going back to. To the shorties. Right. Like, damn, what, you didn't even let me know you was on that shit. Like, I'm still thinking you gonna make this kind of music. Now, and I'm definitely thinking about J. Cole, because I don't understand his uh, his moves. Like, you like J. Cole? I used to... That's a that's a difficult question. I like J. Cole. Man. I like J. Cole. And I, and I don't even like all his albums. Like, Truly Yours... Well, not Truly Yours. That was a mixtape. Um, What was the album that came out? What recently? After what came out after Born Center? Uh, that was uh, the one nobody liked. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was I liked for it, your though. eyes only. For your eyes only. Right, and yeah. I didn't even get mad at him because it's like he said that was for somebody else's eyes only. You know what I'm saying? Have a person who that was. Yeah, it's good rap. At the end of the day, it's still better than a lot of this other stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't what I wanted from J Cole at the time. Maybe it's one of them albums I need to go back and listen to again. Yeah. Um. But then his most recent album. Um, 
King uh, KOD. Yeah, it's not my favorite J. Cole album. It's not even top three. Really? Nope, not in my opinion. Top three? Yeah. I would say it's top three. His What's his best album? I think his best album is Friday Night Lights. That was his first album? I think his... That's like, uh, that's like his Carter 3. Like when... Like the real Carter Three, they had uh, uh, World of Fantasy, Cush, uh, um, the the song Diamonds and Girls, like that Carter Three. It that's what Friday Nights is to him. So he released the, the his first CD is actually uh, uh, when he's on the cover with the basketball. What warm up? With the CD with Missy on it. Oh yeah, um... I forget the name. Friday Night, I, I Night Lights was, is the black is with him with him with the black on. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. he's in black. It's like a black cover, I think. But it's a mixtape, but it really was his right, first right, right. CD. Yeah, grown sim. Which one had grown sim on it? That was the warm up. Uh, yeah, the warm up. Okay. I think. My favorite J Cole album is Twenty Fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Okay, so okay, I see what KOD was. <laughs> yeah. No, no, KOD still be KOD be number three for me. For me. For, for you, me. I think. I think for me it'll be. I like his. So if we if we talking mixtapes, I like his truly yours mixtapes better than I like KOD. Do you like? I like to warm up better than I like KOD. The warm up. Cold World was his first CD. Cold World. I don't think that's better than KLD. No. But Born Center is. And um, the mixtapes, to me, in 2014, Forest Hills Drive. Mm. That said, KLD was still a really good album. J. Cole right. had some fire. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. But, but I feel like he like... Um, he kind of being, he kind of like Chance, right? I, I feel like my main issue with Chance is he's coming out as this nice guy, right? He's pigeonholing himself and he don't realize it. So he was. I heard you saying like he's still kicking it with like rich folks and I well, feel like he feel, I feel like he's still doing drugs. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> to be around all those famous people? Yeah. Come on, man. But. I, can't, can't accuse you of anything. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> You're doing a lot of great work. I mean, you're, you're a rock star, right? That's what y'all do. Yeah, but but it's like he came out as the, like the Chicago kid and uh, and the church guy. I don't know how he came out because I wasn't following him like that, so I can't even say that. I just right. felt like when I saw him, when I was uh, familiar with him was the coloring book, and he had all that church shit on it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So he's like, I don't really get this. And I went to the Cullen Book concert, all that shit. Like, I supported this nigga, so it's not like I'm just hating on him like I hate him. Right. But I just think they be they be doing funny shit to sell albums. Right. You you know why I don't even, you know why I let him get a pass no on any judgment? Cause he a philanthropist. I mean, and maybe that's just him writing off his taxes. But anybody giving a million dollars to some CPS schools deserves an applause from me. You know what I'm saying? These true. I just don't understand why they can't seek advising 
Or why is it why is it always art and music that they want to put in? Right, the I feel you. And that's why you gotta watch that Black Godfather. Not that he wasn't okay. working with musicians too, but that wasn't his job. He wasn't making music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would say because I was like, what was uh, I had a I had a uh, someone listen to that episode and was like, I think you're wrong about Chance, and you know at least he's giving uh, even if it's like six kids, at least he's changed their lives. I'm like a million dollars just to change six kids' lives. Do that sound like an even trade off? I said he, not to tell him what to do with his money, but it's so many. They got the same lunch food. From when we was kids. Yeah, I know. The same exact shit. It was garbage then. The same shit. Why has nobody improved? How how come Michelle Obama get credit with the with this food program? Right. These kids are still eating the same shit. You did that shit ain't coming over here. Right. But don't even get me started on Obamas. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna let I ain't gonna let you go on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Barack though. It ain't nothing against Michelle. Except for that bullshit food program. He like, let me get at him. <laughs> no, it, no, it's it's nothing against I think he's a wonderful guy, but you gotta properly label shit. Bro, I, I feel like he ain't have enough he only get eight years to do all that shit. He gotta try to change. But why does he have to be the first black president? Why can't you still give a black person a chance to be uh African American? "Quote unquote," a chance to be the first African American president. So you mean a whole black person? A whole black person that lived in the hood. I mean, he did live. It in had Chicago. a black mom and a black dad, bro. Cause who voted and for them? And we do black shit. <laughs> nah, I mean it's different. It's different. I feel what you're saying, it's but different. but I feel what you're saying. That said, he got a black wife, some little black daughters. But you live, you live in Hawaii, nigga. He sing black music. That don't mean that gave, Bill Clinton. They gave that nigga the pass. Bill Clinton. They used to give Bill Clinton the pass. Off of, he got a blowjob. He still played the saxophone and he smoked weed. Off of that, he was black. That's what they used to say. That shit on TV. You right? Can't do it. He was, none of that. He shit. He was the first first black president. He was the first black, we never had a first black president. A nigga that grew up like us never been in the office. Yeah, that I don't know if that's gonna happen. It could. It's gotta happen. It could. But I feel what you're saying. Barack Obama was from Hawaii. He could be uh the first person of a different race to be the president. But he, sure. but but you know the you know the rule, you gotta drop a black blood and you black. His daddy was black. His daddy was Kenyan. Why can't he get it? it's not the wrong with being Kenyan. Yeah. He should be the first Kenyan. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with saying that? I mean, bro, they're trying to give us, give it to us how they can. I guess, but that, but they using it against us. So the fact that he didn't do, cause he said, "I'm not a black president. I'm the first president." So the fact that he, he, we feel he didn't do enough for us. They're going to keep saying, oh, you had a black person. You had this and that. They moving on to the next uh, group of people now. Yeah. I mean, I, my response to that for us is we got to do better. Well, like, the president is not, a, we, it's not what we think it is in the first place. Yeah. In, in communities like this, like Chicago, you know how people, the whole mindset, it don't be right. You know what I'm saying? We warped 
from young kids to worry about the wrong shit. Right. Like people not trying to Okay, like the whole job thing, you know what I'm saying? You coming up as a shorty, people used to always tell me, Go get you a good government job. You know what I'm saying? That was, that's what the, that's what the older black people say. Get you a government job and you know what I'm saying, you work that job, you collect your pension at the end, or you collect your social security or whatever you're gonna get, you know what I'm saying, whatever you pouring into your your program, your four one K, instead of telling us to do what other people are doing to make money, which is like go spend money to make money. You know what I'm saying? And even if you link up, they also tell us like, man, I don't know about working. I don't know about working with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are people I trust the most. Right. Why can't I get together with my friends and make investments? Right. You know what I'm saying? The first thing an older black person would be like, no, man, you can't, you can't mix you can't mix friends with money. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's because that was your experience, right. though. Right, right, And right. y'all had y'all particular mindset, that one. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If exactly. people forward thinking and thinking about getting together and actually doing something and got a common goal, shit can get done. Definitely. You hear that story too many times. Yeah. Just like LeBron James. Yeah. And his, now his whole team on. Right. And they making him more money than he making off the league. Exactly. That's big facts. Well, yeah, it's all about what... I think it was just all about what they was exposed to. So, the yeah. government job was the, was the fucking stain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I get that. You know right. what I'm saying? This is me being older at this point. Right, when I was right, a kid, right. it was like, oh, cool. I can be a bus driver. I'll be straight. Yeah. But as I got older, like, I don't want to be no bus driver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But they also didn't, I don't think they really, uh, they didn't, I don't think they really taught you how to finesse a job. Mm-mm. We didn't so get they, them it's skills. Either, it's either, it's bad to have a boss because you're working for somebody or you, uh, I forget the other point, but they didn't say, they didn't tell you like, so yeah, get a government job or get a job where like you can go to school or get a job where or what to do with the job. So you got a job, but even if you make only minimum wage, uh, luckily I did learn about saving by just you was taught savings and then you was right. also taught if you if you want some shit, you better pay for it. <laughs> so, like what the fuck? Right. So it's like. Uh, but not about how to finesse it. Like, yeah, this this job, this money I'm getting from this job, um, I shouldn't have to wait till I get a fucking pension and be old and shit to retire. Right. I should just work this job, get some money off of it, and then fucking be cool with this. Like, I don't have to work. Time an old ass motherfucker all broke down and shit. Right. I can't retire at thirty five. Not even after I've never worked. Right. They would. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, they always say two heads are better than one. You know what I'm saying? That's why I be saying teamwork. Like, okay, somebody might be making minimum wage. Let's say you got a minimum wage, homie, and he crafty as hell. You know what I'm saying? When it comes time to fix some shit in the house, he can get that shit fixed. Right. And you got a good job. You got yeah. a job you can afford to get a two-flat, you know what I'm saying? Where it, it could be in Humble Park where you can collect some of this rent mm-hmm. that, that the man getting. Right. You know what I'm saying? The man is getting a rent in yeah. raggedy properties, boy. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, instead of them getting together and being like, all right, we can work something out, bro. You you come in here and fix this once you get off your minimum wage job. I'll worry about all the financials up front. Once we start to bring in money, you know what I'm saying, we break this down. They not We don't. For the most part, it's way too many people not doing that type of thing in the hood. Right. And instead, they got different priorities, but it's like most of the time, them priorities are fruitless. 
and it ain't. <laughs> it's, it's like I don't know, bro. It's sad. You know how we. You know how it be. Well, it's, it, they got the skills, but they only seen. Uh, they only seen. They only can do what they see. Hustles. Yeah, that's exactly it. People don't be done seen enough. But hopefully, uh, or at least they don't—they don't see nobody looking like them doing that. Yeah. But all the niggas is all the black people is in all the fields killing it. Yeah. And not being shown, not. Right. That's exactly what you were talking about. Gang. Yeah, man. <laughs> it don't make no sense. How you never heard about uh, what's the homie name that uh, cleared out the student debt in Morehouse? Uh, Robert he, Robert Smith. Yeah, he been a billionaire for how long? For a minute, and I know his whole story. Like he so was an IT guy, right? Uh, he started off as an engineer. From he was a chemical engineer when he okay. went to Cornell, but then he said when he'd be like working on projects, like he'd be like, "I'm I'm really liking these projects, but it's just something like I ain't making the type of money I want to make." So he quit his good job as a chemical engineer mm. and went back and got his MBA from um, one of them one of them East Coast schools. Either way, he went into um, investment banking at that point. Okay. At Goldman Sachs. And, Dang. you know, they get paid. Right. So, then he just started doing venture capitalism. He bought, he bought a bunch of businesses. Yeah. Damn. Why we why we couldn't learn about him for Black History Month? That's right. So they got to learn about Martin Luther King. <laughs> you right, though. Damn. Showing people that you can have wear different hats and do different things and be black. It's all kind. Even if they not a, a African American, it's a a black person doing all kind of shit. Yeah. All that all that African homes doing all kind of shit. And they thinking all they can do is rap. So we good I at rapping and hooping. Rap so much. Not realizing it's only so many rappers who making real money. Ain't none of them making money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's only so many Drakes. Unless you perform, see that I think that's a that's definitely, I think that's one of the, uh, I think that's one of the issues or a conflict with this whole like, aging of uh, rappers, because it's like fun to perform your songs at first, but then when you like got kids and shit. And you like, and you think about it, because I heard Nori say it one time, like, I love performing, but like, sometimes it's like, you feel like you in a zoo. Like, you performing for, like, they telling you dance and shit, play this, do that song, say this, do that. And you, and then you think about it, like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a goddamn slave or some shit. Yeah. And then, so now you trying to, uh. Now you trying to like stamp your fucking like independence like no I'm not that no I'm not doing this but like no nigga we paying you right you won't be that unless I gave you some money so yeah you gonna do all that shit so you steady got to fight against that shit and, and it I guess I that's know. why they they try to push the independence thing at this point right work for yourself and I think all of the young ones, because you can you can build a whole platform without ever having right. to go into a studio at this point. But you still gonna have to perform for motherfuckers. Yeah, so that's what you get your management. That's why you got to build your team. You got to build people who can go do that for you. Yeah. You got to watch the Black Godfather. I'm checking it out. <laughs> I'm checking it out. Is it gonna help my podcast business? It might. Bet. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out, man. I got two more episodes of Chernobyl, and I'm gonna get to it. Okay. I hate I hate watching because it's just a documentary. 
It's interesting too. It's good. Okay. You got a lot of good music. It's not the one worth watching. When I saw Barack, I kind of got turned off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it ain't just Barack though. He only got his little segment. Barack and Bill Clinton. I'm like, oh fuck. No, it's about Clarence Avon. It ain't even about them. Bad. Bad. I heard it was really good, though. Yeah, it's good. Bad. I'm check it out. Um, I don't know. How to, I don't know if we talked about Levar yet. Mm-mm. Okay, so Levar. <laughs> <laughs> he went on first take. That shit had me dying, and I caught it right live too. Levar went on first take. Talk about the trade, the AD trade. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo, some draft picks all sent to uh, to New Orleans. This man came on on the first take, sat next to Stephen A. Smith in a remote location. Molly and Max in the studio. He uh, he talked Stephen A. talking about you know how Levar getting his bag. My son. That's this is probably one of the dumbest things they ever did, but it's so good for my son. That's why the Nola, Nola, no LA. I was like, oh yeah, he he bought this shit, he bought it. Then he uh, fast fast forward. Uh, Steve Nate's talking about Lonzo's aggression, uh, how he can't shoot. And he said, so what? So what? His jump shot broke. He watched him go down there and kill it. Ooh, we got Zion all there. We talking, talking all this shit. Molly interrupts as usual. Says, uh, hey, LeVar, mind if, I sw- mind if we switch gears? And he says, Molly, I'll switch gears anytime too. And then she paused. And then Steve Nail was like, oh, my God. And then they made it super awkward. And then she continued. And then, but to be honest, I only seen the Breakfast Club bring it up, so I didn't think it was a big issue for sure. For sure, you see, they're not putting him on any more broadcasts on ESPN. Yeah, I, it's one of them things where you gotta sometimes you gotta get these older cats a pass, bro. This this whole the whole movement, the Me Too movement, like it's an experiment right now. So now they want to limit people all the way to the limit. Like, I got some things I like to say off air about that at some point. Gotcha. But um, in his case, you could have took that either way. If they yeah. wouldn't have played it off awkward like that, it would have went smooth. They could have transitioned to whatever they was going to transition to. He wouldn't have been kicked off ESPN. Right. But since Stephen A. Smith right. did say, oh, my God, and Molly did seem to take offense to it, they blew it out of proportion. And now he can't be on ESPN no more. When they really need him in the first place, because they 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 content is not as good as it used to be. They got, I don't understand. They got rid of his and hers. Their whole marketing is is off because why would you have so many shows talk about the exact same shit all fucking day? Like first it used to just be first take and PTI, yeah. and then around the horn. Even that was a little too much. But now you got the whole day about the same exact shit. It don't make sense. So you, they need content, but you wanna you wanna ban the dude that's giving you the live raw shit. Right. Raw shit. He give you, he ain't going up there being no fucking uh bought bought dude. Got to say the right things. He giving you raw shit. 
Yeah. You know, uh, Steven Jackson don't fuck with y'all, so you can't get no raw shit. Matt Barnes don't fuck with y'all, so you can't get no raw shit. Who else you got? Yeah, they definitely play with a suit on. <laughs> they get on ESPN and they be professional. Even Steven Jackson, when they talk to him about the Palace at Auburn Hills, he addressed it like, yep, I was definitely wrong. I'm in a different space. <laughs> Even though you look up and you see Steven Jackson getting into it with somebody at the club and yeah. he's, he's still rapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real nigga. He's still riding them swingers. <laughs> That's a real nigga. Through and through. But, um, but yeah, I just hate that they... I feel like they be like, they be baiting him on purpose, and Levar be like, he like, I'm I'm here for the entertainment, but I'm trying not to fall for your little bullshit traps, and then they try to catch a nigga on anything. Yeah, you see, they had Lamelo on there too, and he like a, I, I feel, I don't know, bro, I feel kind of bad for that kid. Yeah, did you? I think he should play football. Look, not Leangelo. Lamelo. The guard, the the one, the who, young one, or the, the young, one? the youngest one. Oh, Lamelo. Yeah, he, you know, oh, okay. he not, he not going to play college basketball, bro. He going no. to Australia to play for a year. Yeah. Well, they said Brandon Jennings and uh, Moody did it too. Yeah, they did. I don't think. And neither, a- neither one of them turned out to be a super duper star from doing that. And I, I don't know, bro. I think Lamelo should go to college and who for a year. I just feel like me as a he can't, kid. Though. I don't think he went to high school. He went to high school that last year. They said he was eligible to go to college again, bro. I'm sure that, I, mean, I don't see why you couldn't. Yeah, I just feel like it's been a lot. I feel like him in particular, that youngest one, it's been a lot of pressure on Shorty. Lonzo opened up the door for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Do you think they 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 feel like maybe he, he went test high enough to get into like a good school? Like they wanted that, that, to be D1? That could be the case, but I, I don't know. They find ways to Derrick Rose with the Memphis. Cause why wouldn't you just if he couldn't go if he couldn't go to college why not start at a junior college and just fucking kill it and have somebody sign you fucking kill it go get drafted well he gonna get paid in Australia I think that's the thing he, it's all about the money mm-hmm. he trying to find the money routes to the NBA and I, I feel like they did the wrong thing with with them shoes like I feel like they should have just let Lonzo get a deal with a shoe company bro the shoes was trash. <laughs> and then the, now you know the whole Lonzo don't even mess with the business no more because the homeboy. Yeah, I don't. I think it was. I think he just uh, maybe they didn't think about the longevity because it's a great it's a great idea. I, I think but the you idea didn't is have good. all the they didn't have like the they ain't had the right materials like and they wouldn't be able to get the right they ain't had the right designers you know what I'm saying right they didn't go through the same process that and I know you don't mess with Yeezys but they didn't go to, through the same process that Kanye West went to get good quality in his stuff after mm-hmm. he spent all of his money in years and years investing in trying to become a, a fashion a fashionista so to speak yeah. And when he finally got to that point, he finally got good materials. That took years. It took all these elbows he had to rub to get to that point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. That exactly what the, he they didn't do enough investing into the materials. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's just the whole campaign for the shoes. It wasn't right. It was it was led by Levar Ball, and there's way too many people looking at him like he a clown. Me personally, my opinion on him is that it should be more fathers like him. 
Big facts. Yeah, period. Especially in our communities. I love LeVar Ball. Yep. As a I father, just, I think he's a great man. He he is. I think he's doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of groundwork for like podcasters and people that don't want to right. uh, bend or like uh, accommodate or uh, what's the word? Uh, it's an A word. I'm thinking. But people that don't want to follow that that straight like they don't path, want to align with that. they want to be like themselves. He he's he is taking on media like a like he was a father that had these good ass sons, but he ain't have like no management, no fucking PR scene. Yeah. He just a nigga he's that just put a plan together <laughs> and he fucking executing it greatly. Yeah. But now he going up like a machine. Yeah. And now they so the machine is just treating him however because he don't got no backing. And yeah, and because you know what? He not the best basketball father ever been. No. Nah. The holidays, it's three of them in the league. Right. It's three of them. What's them what's them big boys' name? Uh, Plumleys. The Plumleys. <laughs> Plumleys. It's the the Morris twins, you know what I'm saying? There's right. some better basketball fathers out here, but he Lopez. entertaining. He honestly entertaining. <laughs> right. Then, and then as a as the parent, you're not even supposed to be in the light. But he found a way not to I mean, he kind of fucked Lonzo over to begin with. Yeah. But he had to get his name out there. Yeah, because he got his own. You know what? He he built his dream off his son. Honestly, because without Lonzo, he would have never been able to do that. You know, D. LaMelo would have came through? Lame- yeah, years from now, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. Oh, true. Shouts out to LeVar Ball. Shouts out to LeVar Ball. And I watch the show. I like the show. The um the family show they got, like they reality show, I like that. If I was on Facebook, I'd probably fuck with it too. I like I haven't heard anything bad about it. Yeah. So I sound like it was well done. Um, but yeah. I don't know, you got anything else? Oh, I I wanted to bring this up. DJ Khaled has a restaurant on the west side. Well, <laughs> so DJ Khaled, I just saw this on Twitter. It's called The Licking. It's at 5045 West Madison. Right there? What's that? I don't know. What's like, the fuck that is? Uh, that's like a couple blocks off Laramie on Madison. What they got? So it's like it's like Miami seafood. Miami soul food. Get the fuck out of here. I love Miami food. Say take you gonna wait about forty five, but I mean, that's normal here. Um, but Miami Soul Food, damn all this damn. It just opened last Saturday, low key as fuck. I might have to hit that joint. Hell yeah, they got snapper. Oh, they got real Miami food. Yeah, I'm I'm about that. They got fried and grilled lobster in that motherfucker. <laughs> Shouts out DJ Khaled. I what? I never still haven't listened to a CD. I, I've never listened to a DJ Khaled CD. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm still one of them people who be like, now why they do Carlos Santana song like that? <laughs> and they fucked up Outkast song too. That shit sounds weird. Which one? Sorry, Miss Jackson. What they what they sample it at? They took like when it first come on, and then that weird that they took that part. 
but it don't like finish. You know, like when a beat don't have like that bass or that drum, yeah. it just feel kind of empty. That's what it sound. And then they put like some other music. So it's, it sounds really weird. It has I had to listen to it. It's oh, it's a DJ Khaled and Sizzle. And she on there with somebody. Bro, I really like Ari Lennox. She cool, but I mean, she just with J. Carl, so I, I lost interest. I, I mean, I ain't even. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up when you align yourself. <laughs> I mean, she needed somebody to help her. She definitely did. There. I fucks with her hard though. I she like her, her own. Song. She her own artist. Yeah, I like her song. She remind me of Badu. Okay. I know she wouldn't want that comparison, but goddamn it, that's who you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have said like a Jill Scott, cause she do all those like. I can see what you're saying. I mean, you know, Neo Soul for sure. She a Neo. Yeah. She she's been influenced by the both of them. I big would say. time, big time. I'm glad that she put her CD out. Yeah, yeah. I like her music. I, I fucks with it. Yeah, a breath of fresh air, honestly. Yeah. Oh, one thing I did see. Uh, so I don't know if you fuck with Griselda and Benny the Butcher, Westside, Conway the Machine. Um, they the hardest niggas out. Benny the Butcher is probably the best rapper alive right now. Buffalo, New York. I had to listen to him. They the hardest niggas out. Um, and they got some other niggas too that's cold as fuck. 38 Spash, um, uh, El Camino. They, they some They all nice. together? They a group? Uh, so it's Griselda. It's, they each individual, but they like fam, like they cousins and shit. Okay. So they, they collab oh, they, often. They, they like a new um, Dungeon family. No, these is this is like a new, this is like a new mob beat, like a new oh, they stack like box, like hard okay. shit. Um, Young guys, they like in their thirties. Okay, so they rapping more like. Okay, so they not rapping like um. They like battle rap. They like if if the locks were like battle rappers too. So they battle rap too. They got the ability. Okay. Especially uh, uh, um, Conway. They ain't like Takashi. No, no, no. These are some hard niggas. Um, they like Cass, Casanova? No. No. They can rap. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they I'm saying, no, and I don't know Cass music. I feel you. They ain't no Troy Avs. No, they these some, niggas rap. Some rappers. They like Mob Deep. They, they, they remind you of some <coughs> old like, Rockefeller shit. Benny like the, what's his name? Shit. Benny the Bull? Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. Best rapper alive. So, so technically, 2017, 2018 was his, like, him releasing music big time because they signed with uh, Shady Records. Okay. They they did a freestyle for one of the BT Awards okay. with that short nigga that, that signed with them too. That short nigga that wear the do-rag on the side. I don't know. I don't he came know out earlier really. this year. I don't keep up with all of them. So, uh, so Benny Butcher is up for uh, freshman, the cup freshman cover. But it's weird because he's probably like in his mid thirties, and everybody else is who they are. And he's probably—I mean—he literally will be better than anybody on that fucking list. Right. So he didn't make the list. <laughs> he didn't make the list but it would have been weird to see Benny the Butcher with like Ghana and like they had all three Ghana girls Ghana and Lil Baby now 
Yeah. I don't even know who was on that list. Was Lil yeah, Baby on it was, that? I don't know half them niggas, man. Shout out Comethazine. I fuck with him. Um, but he was on the list. Oh, the baby made it. The baby made the list. So, uh, so Benny the Butcher putting out a uh, his mixtape called "The Plugs I Met Tomorrow to Tonight," and he got a song "Pusha T" shit like that. Um, but he tweeted out "Fuck that cover," but it was like, bro, true, fuck that cover. But it would have looked weird as fuck if you was on that cover with all them little niggas. Like you needed your own shit. So shout out Benny the fucking Butcher, cause y'all the records Westside Gun. Conway the Machine, they be hardest niggas out. I gotta listen to him. Benny Bush is the best rapper alive. You you putting him all the way up there? He better than Kendrick. I think he'll eat Kendrick. You think he'll eat Kendrick? Cause Kendrick don't really rap. I mean, I would. I don't think you can compare the two. They not comparable. It's like that. He a battle rapper, style rapper. Like no, he a like he like. Uh, like is he like Cassidy? No. Was well, he like not like anybody? There's nobody to compare him to. I just need to listen to his music. He like he, is he like Nas? I say like like being like Benny Siegel like okay. Like he he gonna paint like a DMX like Jay the Kiss. He like Jay Z. Jay Jay Z would Jay Z would probably say Benny Butch is his favorite rapper. Okay, he your favorite rapper, favorite rapper. Like if he if I'm sure. I'm sure when Jay-Z heard Benny the Butcher song, he was like, oh, shit. He better than Joe Button then. Joe Button loves them. Okay. Uh, but he got a song called uh, 97 Ho, Benny the Butcher. And he shot it at uh, Marcy Projects. It's a video, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out that nigga, man. I can't wait to motherfucking... The plugs I made come out. Yeah, I'm going to listen to them. It's nice. Listen to Tanner Talk 3 first. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to listen to them tomorrow at work. I feel, the, when I got put on to them, because they used to talk about them all the time on Joe Budden Podcast. And then I was at work, and I heard one of his freestyles. I tell you, the first four bars, I'm like, this nigga hard as fuck. This <laughs> 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 the best nigga out right now. Four bars in. Okay. I'll play some freestyles before you leave. Yeah. Hard as fuck. But um, <laughs> anything else? I ain't got no content. We got I some. Like think of. Got some shit to chop it up. But we are gonna hit this this uh, DJ Khaled restaurant and listen to the plugs I met all tomorrow. Uh, so we already seen the draft. Congrats to Kobe White. Congrats Zion, John, RJ. Uh, this has been the motherfucking NBA Draft 2019 edition of Run the Clock Out Podcast, Power Sign RTCO. Should be dropping very soon. Um, follow us on social media, Twitter page, Run the Clock Out Podcast, Instagram, Run the uh, RTCO Podcast. Um, we're on eight, nine platforms. Click, listen, download, share. Um, it's your boy, Young S.O., my guest, DB, appreciate you. <laughs> Hope to have you back. Uh, peace the fuck out. Congrats, Kobe White. Don't let us down. And great job with not fucking over the school to Chicago. Great fucking job. Peace. <laughs>